Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast, long on truth, for the race to know Jesus. Greatness Jesus way means I continually ask this question, how can I serve Jesus by serving you? I need to remember, if I follow Jesus, serving will mean some level of suffering. Jesus drank the cup of God's wrath for sinners like us on the cross. It's not easy to serve sinners. You have to give yourself for what they need, not what you want. And that means your plans will often be set aside for their good. John Wesley, a great Methodist preacher in the 1700s, expressed being a servant and a slave of Jesus this way, Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, and all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. And I would add, for Jesus' sake. That's true greatness. Now let's continue by considering this. For us to have true greatness, it must be provided by another. How does Jesus provide true greatness for us? Well, we typically pursue greatness the wrong way, selfishly, ignorantly, and arrogantly. Jesus pictures greatness as a selfless servant serving others. Now, how does he provide this? How does he make us that kind of person? Mark 10, 45, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. If you're like the disciples, and if you're like me, well, you've gotten greatness all wrong. You might not like hearing that greatness comes in this way of being a servant. Understanding true greatness can hit us right in the heart. It's sort of like a big knife that sticks and, and keeps going deeper into the heart. In fact, it takes heart surgery. In fact, it takes a new heart given by the very Lord of heaven. Becoming a true servant of others takes life transformation. I must become a new creation with a heart of greatness that serves like Jesus. Serving others is not naturally who I am, so it must become, by the grace of another, supernaturally who I am. When we realize Jesus' way to greatness, it really can just kind of shut our mouths. It can stop our arrogance and, and just sink us into a pile of weakness and crying out, Lord Jesus, help me, change me, transform me. I'm not great by your measurement. I just want to serve me. I don't want to serve others. Well, there's good news. Jesus never commands us to do anything that he will not give us his power to accomplish. Power, wisdom, love, all of them. What it takes to be a servant, it comes from Jesus. We're reminded by Philippians 2.13, It is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. He gives it first, Jesus does, through his pattern. He gives us a model for servanthood. During the fall of the year in Minnesota where I live, almost all the men and, and a good number of the women get ready for hunting. The newer hunters and even sometimes some of the older ones that are really serious about becoming an even better hunter will buy DVDs where they can watch an expert hunt deer or elk or pheasant. And they want to watch an expert as a pattern or a model for how to do it right, how to be successful. Well, Jesus is our pattern for being a servant of others. The Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are like a DVD of the expert servant life of Jesus for us to watch and listen to. He did not come to be served, but to serve. His life was a pattern. 
We can see it in the Gospels, and we can look at him, and the Bible tells us as we do, the Holy Spirit will transform us to be like him. Well, that's all for today, but we'll continue tomorrow. If this has been a help to you, share it with someone.